welcome to Harvest Time. We'll be talking today about what is a healthy church going into the Summer Olympics and have many Olympiads that are in shape and working for years and years in preparatory for the Olympics down in Rio. What does that mean to us spiritually? And we'll refer to that in just a minute. Before we do, I want to remind you that this weekend is another great packed weekend of activities starting at 9.30 here at Harvest Baptist Church. You might say, you know, I've never been there, Pastor. How and who and what do I do? Head straight for the auditorium. There's preferred parking for you, you visitors. There'll be a kiosk there with people be able to give you direction for all of your children from the little babies to the elementary to the teens and a variety of classes. This particular Sunday, we have the ladies in our auditorium with a guest speaker and Mrs. Nagengast, who was with us last weekend, and Dr. Larry Nagengast in the cafeteria with all the men. And I know it'll be motivational, encouraging, and inspirational for you based in God's Word at 9.30. Then at 10.30, we do have our morning worship service with a new theme of Faith Alone, How Christ Has Set Us Free to Serve Him. I hope you'll make it. We've had a lot of new visitors and a special gift for each one of them, and would love for you to be a part. The message this Sunday is over the falls of grace and what happens when you meet Jesus Christ and that it is faith alone, in Christ alone, by grace alone, that changes our life and gives us a purpose for living. And then Sunday night is our family Bible hour, and again, for the last time, we have able to host Dr. Nagengast, 36 years at a ministry at, of a Christian school and a church, a very faithful man, a knowledgeable man in education, and committed to helping the next generation and to be a challenge to us. It's been an hour service, a whole other type of message and service. I hope you'll make it. And we'll also be able to enjoy in both those services some special music of guests that are with us and part of our Singing this year is also a new theme song that was written by Pastor Kevin Inafuku. I hope that you'll make it and love to have you. You know, we're committed to the church, and it's interesting out of so many of the metaphors and analogies of the church that is used in the New Testament, one of the recurring themes is fresh to us, uh, and that is the area of athletics. And I haven't said anything in the services. I might make comment on it at the end of the Summer Olympics, but of course it's on a lot of people's minds, and you might be like I was in growing up listening and watching uh, with rapt attention to Jim McKay and his reporting on the Olympics and, and how that's blossomed to now literally billions of dollars spent to produce the Summer Olympics and Rio had so many issues down there in providing in venues for the athletes, 11,000 athletes from over 190 different um, nations. And what a great event it was in the opening Olympics. Uh, 306 different events in 28 sports. And um, these, each one of these athletes will have their story of how they've had a childhood dream of going to the Olympics and 
And many of them have sacrificed for years and their parents and sacrificed and money and time and energy to prepare them. And they probably were the best of the best at a young age and got the best of the best in every level that they worked at in their sport, in their field, and from so wide range of those sports, from table tennis to lacrosse to archery to handball to major sports and basketball and all the way to a new sport in golf with a brand new um, field and a brand new course designed just for these Olympics by Gil Hansey. And I say all this because when it comes right down to the athlete at that moment, at that time, and as this is being aired, I noted that Michael Phelps just won his 20th gold medal. It might not be his last by the time this is aired. But I do know his own story, committed to, to uh, the world of swimming and the love-hate relationship with his own coach and, and his own battles personally with with alcohol that's been very public and, and how now he has matured his way to the place of committed to his sport. And our hats are off, and we tip our hat to those athletes. But I say this because this idea and this theme is not new. It's been around for a couple of thousand years with the Olympics that started in Greece, and that that country is the first country still to this day that enters the stadium because it started in their country. And that particular idea is the same idea that Paul used in a challenge to we as spiritual athletes. And you say, well, Pastor Boy, I don't feel real athletic. Uh, but yet there's this vicarious experience in athletics um, that you can even get with the video, old video game Wii where you can participate in some of these sports. But Paul boiled this down to the very basic when he said in 1 Corinthians 9, a familiar text to many of you, in a question, he says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all but one receives the prize? And, it, and, the, and the question is so obvious, like only one person is going to get that gold medal unless it's a four by in the track and field or swimming where four men or four women that are in the same event. But the reality is only one person, one team gets the prize of the gold medal. But his point is, if you're going to get involved, he says, do all so you'll win. And you need to, if you're in a sporting event, say, I'm not just here to participate. Uh, we're here to win this. And, and that's what we're supposed to do. And he goes on with the idea, he said, verse 25, every man that strives for the mastery is temperate, he's self-controlled, he keeps his body under in all things. He says, now they're doing it to obtain a corruptible crown, something that's not going to last forever, and certainly a gold medal, a silver and a bronze might be around for a while. Paul contrasts and said, listen, you're doing it for an incorruptible. You're doing it for eternity. You're going to receive rewards that are going to be waiting for you someday. And so he motivates these believers in Corinth, the very area where these Olympics were being run, when he said, therefore, so you run, not as uncertainty. Don't don't have a question mark. You know, and, and then he changes to the fighting by uh, and a boxer, so fight I, not as one that's beating the air. He's not shadow boxing. This is the real deal. There is battles and there is races to be won. And he says, so I keep my body under. 
Why? So I bring it into subjection. So lest by any means I would have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. I don't want to be knocked out and knocked down. I want to be faithful to the end. And so ultimately the goal for a, a child of God is to be service to the Lord. And, and you can take away, number one, Paul is expressing an incredible attention on the goal and the goal is to be a witness to others for Christ. It's very purposeful. And I would encourage you today, as we, many of us, going into a new school year, and your children are going into a new school year, and, and some of you making decisions about your schedules, now's the time to say, this is going to be a priority. And I'm very purposeful. I'm going to run the race, and I know that I want to be able to attain it. I, I don't want to do just participating, I want to do something for Christ going to last for eternity. And the second major point is not just be purposeful, but it is voluntary. Not just express an incredible attention on the goal to witness to others for Christ, but secondly and lastly, have an immediate willingness to withdraw from good things for the for the eternal things. Every man that strives, he says, for the mastery, he's temperate, he's self-controlled. It's voluntary. He's maximizing self-control. And take advantage so that you would be aware that your life has more meaning than just the temporal. I think of these athletes that over the next few weeks will hear about great successes and, and sad failures and disappointments even as we did in the second or third day of the Olympics with an athlete from France that broke his leg. What a sadness to it all. But ultimately, some of these athletes are also spiritual athletes. They're Christians, and I've heard testimony of them saying, this athletic event is just a temporary uh, activity that I have. They're living for a higher calling that's more purposeful and voluntary. You might be here today and listening and providentially driving the car or at home and just turn this on to reassure you here at Harvest Baptist Church, we're committed to helping people develop a heart for God. And we want you to be able to play the game of life spiritually. And the goal of spiritual athletics is not just participate, but win the prize, the call, the high call of God in Christ Jesus. You might be listening and you don't have even that confidence and that relationship with Christ. If you died today, you'd spend eternity in heaven. And that Jesus Christ can give you that confidence to know if you do die, you spend eternity in Christ by repenting of your own sin, recognizing your need for salvation because of the sin that is sending us to an eternal hell. But Christ himself paid that price. He's gone on before us. He's the victor. He's given us that spiritual victory in Christ, and it is by faith alone. I encourage you here as Pastor Heron from Harvest Baptist Church to take advantage of that. We'd love to have you join us on Sunday. Thank you for listening to KHMG. Children's programs and adult Bible fellowships begin at 9.30 a.m. this Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. Special speakers this week, Dr. Larry and Mrs. Jackie Nagengast join us for a split session, men and women. And there are also children's programs beginning at that time. And then our regular morning worship service at 10.30 a.m. 
we hope you'll join us. And thanks again for listening to Harvest Time here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio.